0: Hello, Internet. I'm Finross Russell. I'm Alexandru Mick.
1: And I'm Natalia Anderson from Tune4TV.
0: And this is The Question. Uh-huh. salutations one and all and welcome back to a new episode of the question the podcast where we talk all things eurovision with our sort of expert but not entirely knowledgeable expert panel <laughs> i think that's the best way that we've come up with to describe this lovely group i'm finn your host and today i am joined by the wonderful natalia anderson from 4 tv
1: hello everybody wonderful to be back
0: now uh Natalia we we're, we're desperately trying to avoid the fact that you have a uh, sleeping child in the background of this recording. <laughs>
1: I do I do
0: yeah okay so if you guys are listening to it that means that this episode was not disturbed by somebody randomly waking up in the middle <laughs> and joining yes, exactly. me on my right also with their own sleeping companion in the background it's Alexandre mick
2: hello hello yes i also have a sleeping adult in the house <laughs> but i mean if we can manage the the crying babies of eurovision fandom when their winners don't win then
0: we can handle Ooh. real babies too <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> serious shade being thrown from the german corner of the question goodness me uh please address your complaints alexandri as a c insight takes no responsibility for anything that anyone else says <laughs> yeah i'm always the guy that
2: says let's not talk shade and then i just do that because i cannot help myself
0: <laughs> <laughs> right shall we get to the question Yes. yes. Regular listener of the show, M. Barabarasingh, is back this week and uh, they're asking Is it better for countries to sing in their national language at Eurovision? I, I'm just going to narrate that I've seen some ooze from, yeah. uh, <laughs> from all sides of the call. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I mean, from my personal perspective, um, I love it when uh, countries send songs in their national language because I think for me, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm a fan of languages. I studied languages at um, university. I um, I'm currently learning French, living in France, and and uh, and I studied Spanish. Anyway, I love languages, but also the fact that Eurovision is an opportunity just to hear different languages and have it presented in a way that is um, straight to us. You know, we don't have to go searching for songs in in different languages. It's, It's like on a plate offered to us. And I think that it adds such an element. It adds such texture to songs as well and a different element I think that some, maybe some countries might feel that they are alienating um, some of the viewers. Maybe, maybe that could be a reason why some countries don't send songs in their national language. But I think that they should trust themselves and trust the song. I think even like when we look at, say, like the popularity of K-pop all over the world, like you don't actually have to understand what people are saying in order to enjoy a song. And if you want to, you can dive deeper, and you can actually, you know, search out the translations and stuff like that. But, um, but yeah, I can't remember what the question was. But I think people, <laughs> I think that that countries should definitely start sending songs in their national language. It's a yes from me.
2: Well, I would go not for... I don't want this to be a rule. I want it still to be an option. But at the same time, coming from Romania and knowing the way the selection works there, all, uh, like the juries, mostly the juries, the televoters not as much, the juries always vote for the songs that are in English and actually take points away if the songs are in Romanian, which I find extremely crappy. The same thing happened this year too. Um... The songs that were in Romanian, everyone was like, no one's going to understand them. That's not good for Eurovision. And I think that's a very old idea. I know, I think I know when it started. It did start like in the mid nineties. And that was when Ireland kept winning and then UK and people thought they're just winning because it's English. And then this whole thing just turned into an English songwriting contest. Um, but in the recent years, I do think that a lot of the good songs that were very emotional, um, we're not sang in English. Like, I, I still, uh, remember, like, Hungary like, um, Yochi Papai. Like, he was really good and nothing was in English. And literally all I understood from his song was Samurai and nothing else.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, and I don't think they should be in English. Um, also, there are some songs, though, where I wish I could understand what they're saying. And as Nat said, you could just go and look deeper into it. But sometimes on the first reaction, I kind of want to know what that is. But it's not always. And mm. also, to be like not shady at all, um, there are languages and languages. Some languages are very melodic. So on their own, they just sound good. It's like music, just the language on its own, like French, Italian. But then you also have, I'm not going to enumerate this time, but there are also some languages that don't sound very melodic. So those languages work better in a different style of music. I will give the example of Germany, because we all know that everyone likes to make fun of the way German sounds. Uh, we see all these memes and stuff online with like how beautiful the word airplane sounds in all the languages. And then in German is like Flugzeug uh so <laughs> this is what i mean some languages do sound better in a music c- context and some languages yeah. don't but i still would prefer like people to choose but not discriminate against the songs that are not in english
1: yes
0: see it's interesting that you say that alex because my favorite german entry of all time is uh for alla by vind back in um 1985 and that is in german and I spend so much time thinking about German Eurovision entries, wishing that they would send more in German. This year in the national final, there was one German song and it was by far my favorite. And maybe this is partially controversial because I just really like the sound of German. I just think when German people speak German, it sounds really pretty and very beautiful and very melodic. But
2: I think that too. Yeah, so, honestly, obviously, because I speak fluent German, I also think it sounds like a normal language and now, <laughs> knowing their music also, it's like very normal. But when you think of it, like from a context where you don't understand the language and maybe you've never really heard it, I do know that a lot of jokes are being made. Uh, and now I just gave German as an example, not to make fun of the language, but because I do speak German and I do see why people would think so. There are other languages too. Uh, I've noticed that usually the Romance languages, they're like preferred. Um, And then like the Slavic or the Slavic languages, I feel like people don't like as much when they come into a song in Eurovision.
1: Alex, I'm reminded of um, Armenia the other year. What year was it? Because I did look it up. Uh, But it was uh, uh, Sevak Sevak singing Kami. Oh, uh, Lisbon
0: 2018.
1: 2018 Lisbon. That was in Armenian. And I think... I still think... And at the time, I thought it was one of the most beautiful songs. I actually wanted to learn it on guitar and just sing along. But I have no idea what the song is about.
0: Oh.
1: <laughs> um, but I feel him on an emotional level. I feel this song. I feel whatever he's given. Um, but, and I just think the language sounds so lovely. And I honestly... For months, I would belt that song out. I don't. I don't even know if I had the the, the lyrics correct, but I would just like in the kitchen. Come come me I'm in a shared <laughs> <laughs> That was yeah, beautiful. Condition. No, I actually want to do that at a uh, karaoke.
0: So, Nat, the song's about bagger. string cheese. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh,
2: lucky
1: I love it. That's why I was feeling it on
2: an emotional level. <laughs> uh, to, to be honest, actually, that song is on my favorite Spotify playlist, even now. Is I'm it? still, it's oh actually saved on my favorites playlist. It goes through my normal rotation, even now.
1: Oh, my God. That's why me and you, Alex, we, yeah, we yeah. get it. We get it. <laughs> we are <honestly>. TikToking.
0: <laughs> Here's a question. And this might be a bit controversial. Do you think that maybe it should be a thing at Eurovision in the same way that you have the the number that is, this is the number you're performing in the corner of the screen during a Eurovision act? Do you think maybe there should be subtitles? With a, a song so that, for example, if you're watching in Germany and you're hearing a song in Russian, for example, that you get German subtitles coming along that don't take away from the song and what the lyrics are, but do help viewers at home to understand what the song means? Or do you think that would kind of take away from what the song's trying to do? Um, well, I totally do
2: agree with that. And one of the reason for that is actually that this year, while I was filming my reaction videos, I realized that all the videos that were actually uploaded on the Eurovision Song Contest channel, they actually do have, um, subtitles. So if you turn them on, you do get them in English. Now, I never thought of it as far as to being for each country in their own language. I do think that would be very hard to translate. Like for some songs, that would be a really hard job to do, but like just to go for like languages, like, I don't know the most spoken, let's go with like English, French, Spanish, something that would like just give the viewer an option, like to choose, you know, you choose colors on TV or whatever, uh, to switch from one language to another. I think that would be a very good idea, and still at the same time listening to the song in the native language and not being translated.
1: Well, I would like to uh, mention that when I remember watching Eurovision as a kid with my family, sat around the television, we used to put on the subtitles on the TV. We used to press the subtitle button, and we would read along and 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 you know sing as well, even though we didn't know the songs because back then it was the first time we'd see the song but i'm trying to remember whether the the subtitles were in english or in the native language but i'm kind of think it could have been in the native language but it was Ooh. literally like live subtitles on on the television as you would you know when you're watching whatever so so we used to do that um but it wasn't part of as as Finn was suggesting it wasn't part of the um the uh broadcast, like how you have the numbers there. Yeah, and it was on the
0: red button or whatever the equivalent is.
1: Right. Right. So um so I'm wondering yeah, I think it could be good. I think it could be good. It adds another dimension to the viewing experience. I think that Eurovision is such a major event that people want to take it in uh, in in various ways. Maybe they want to just, you know, oh, nothing else is on, let's just watch it. Some people are like that. But other people, like us, are are quite um, into it and it could add another little dimension to be able to have, like, uh, subtitles to to follow along to.
2: You guys have had a very fancy Eurovision life as kids. Like, in Romania, they don't even know how to use a freaking green screen. (laughs) properly so uh, yeah we did not have any sort of translation anywhere we had a lady that was kind of talking something before of a song like would give us like some information about the artist or whatever but yeah. like seriously you had subtitles in english or even native language like no that that was not but a this thing is like the
1: normal subtitles like you know when you're watching a film and you press on your remote subtitles it wasn't part of the it was just part of the I don't know how to
2: explain well, it. it. In Romania, we stuff. don't have that because oh, really? all the movies oh, that sorry. we're watching are in English and they come with subtitles. So you will never have an option on your remote to turn on subtitles or not. It just comes with the movie. So uh, if you have a contest like this that is live, they did not have the, I don't know, the technology, they, they didn't have a use <laughs> for it, maybe except mm-hmm. for Eurovision. I don't think anyone would have implemented
0: it. It'd be nice if the uh, commentators quietly whispered the subtitles in situations where you can. Add, <laughs> so I'm just imagining, I'm just imagining Graham Norton going, "The bird sits <laughs> on the windows." <laughs> you know, I'm
1: saying that, do you know what I, I just thought about? What they should p- p- possibly do is have um, sign language, like live sign language on the stage. Mm-hmm. I wonder how that would work for um, for the different countries. But yeah, maybe each delegation can have their own sign language person and you know i sign...
2: actually think that does happen in some countries some countries do have a person in the corner doing the sign language of the song i do know well,
1: that
2: brilliant yeah again not romania because romania is still on the getting iStock footage uh, level but um <laughs> <laughs> I, i'm sorry i just got pretty upset this year with TVR with the way they organized everything it just seems like 1996 the Golden Stag Festival
0: (laughs) (laughs) so I feel like the conclusion we're coming to guys is that yes singing in your national language is better but also more can be done around Eurovision to kind of bring to help people experience that language and understand the meanings of it a little bit better
2: Yes. I also don't think it should be like a literal translation of the lyrics, like just getting like some keywords or something that kind of gives you the feeling and knowing what they're talking about. Just how you made the joke with Kami Kami and the string cheese. Like literally that could be it because I don't know any of the words. I have no idea what the song is about. It could be about my sister because her name is
0: Kami, but do we know? We don't know. <laughs> It would be a bit weird if that song were about your sister, Alex. <laughs> I think That would be very weird indeed. Sevak, so like, hmm. your new brother-in-law. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's Christmas. Now, Hi, Sevak.
1: Yeah. But to pick up on what um, Alex said about not forcing the countries, I think, yeah, I'd like to um, agree with that. But how could we make it so that the countries really felt comfortable in sending songs in their national language. I mean, the answer is very easy. The,
2: The answer for that is very easy, especially for a country like Romania, giving it again as an example. More countries that don't sing in English have to win. At that point, Romanians would change their mind too.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Well, uh, last year we had uh, Monaskin, who won, in, and they sang in Italian. I've got another question, though. Can I can I pose this question?
0: Oh, what? how dare you pose multiple questions can on a <laughs> podcast the called The question? question.
1: Piggybacking off the back of that question, how do we feel about songs that, say, have the first verse in the national language and then the chorus, for example, in English or the second verse in English? Do we like that they sometimes switch?
2: Do I have to be the Simon Cowell of this podcast? I I do not (laughs) like that idea at all. Like there are songs that are doing that. I don't like it. It's either go one way or the other, unless it comes somewhat naturally. I don't know, like if it's a song where you kind of can include like some English words because it's like boppy or whatever. But there are some songs where it doesn't feel natural. It literally just switches the language and you're like, wait, now it's something else. Uh, And I don't enjoy that as much. I would much rather not understand anything than to just suddenly hear some words that are also very badly translated sometimes.
0: I mean, Alexandra, you come from the country that in 2007 tried to squeeze basically every European language into one song and came, I think, fifth... Like no, they really, really were 13th. high doing
2: that. They were 13th <laughs> by doing that, but that's literally my least favorite entry from Romania. They, I think ah. they had like five languages in there or six. I think they, they were about yeah, to have six on. people. hang on. I'm just, so I'm just checking.
0: Members. I'm just checking this. Yeah. Lyubi, I love you. Yeah. English, Italian, Spanish, Russian, French, and Romanian. 13th. Yeah, I thought they came higher. I definitely thought they came higher with that. No, I they like were 13th, that.
2: <laughs> but they, for them, that was way too high. I don't know why they qualified anyway. I still remember back then I was a teenager and I was very opinionated. <laughs> Unlike now, obviously.
1: <laughs> what about when, um, what is her name? From Finland. Uh she sang monsters
0: sarah alto sarah alto
1: sarah alto, sarah alto.
0: 2018 remember in the prep
1: the lead up to uh the uh, the the contest and everyone was putting out videos of different versions maybe acoustic versions and she did a version where she sang like every every line was in a different language and she she got at least i think she got every single representative country's language in that song. Yeah,
0: but that's not musical talent, that's just being a show off.
1: <laughs> what would have happened if she entered the song at like that? I, I did I did ask myself that question at the time, like, oh I wonder if she should have sang that version.
2: To me, I don't think that would have worked for the exact same reason. I think some parts mm-hmm. would have sounded a lot better than the others. And then in order to compensate for the rhythm, because first of all, the rhythm gets broken because the words are not yeah. the same length, then they will mistranslate or whatever. And it won't make any sense. But I do like the idea how Patricia Cass had it, for example, where she did have in all the languages, like different parts of the song, like on the, on the stage and Italy 2017 or 18.
0: They had that too. Oh, yes. I mean, we've all heard the Albanian song this year, and that has English, Spanish, and Albanian in it pretty seamlessly. And I quite like it. Like, obviously, I wouldn't like every song to do that, but it works for that one. Yeah, so those are some of the songs where I do agree that
2: some mixing kind of works. But they're also like, they're not necessarily songs that have a deep meaning. It's not like with some lyrics that you really need to listen. It's something like, "chiki chiki boom, boom. Yes, we can. And then you switch to German and say, flugzeug. And then it's just, <laughs> you know.
0: Like, you really have not, a problem like, with German meanings. airplanes, don't you, Alex?
2: <laughs> I just remember that video was a viral video at some point, and I could not believe they're making fun of the language that way. <laughs>
1: Well, to be fair, uh, I've listened to the Albanian song, and I did not realize until this moment in time that there was a Spanish part. <laughs>
2: <laughs> wait yeah to be honest yeah. my
1: first reaction like I've only done that and I, I did not notice that she sang in
2: Spanish until Finn
1: just mentioned it just what, what does oh, she, she say in English. Spanish
2: I do know the English I, I heard the English part too what, what's but in I, Spanish I
1: remember in my reaction I was so excited that it was in Albanian. I was like oh yes yeah yeah and then she went to English I was like oh okay, oh, like but you know not as excited
2: I'm, I'm still waiting for Finn to say. Yeah, sing contain, us the yeah I am part. checking
0: this. I Just am checking this for the record. Did. Yeah, the Wikipedia definitely says contains lines in Spanish. So I will tell you. I will tell you which line. <laughs> is it tacos, tamales? Uh, here we go, here we... <laughs> 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 or whatever. <laughs>
2: like is it like Secrets. that? Secrets. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I reacted uh, last year talking about that to Cyprus with some native Spanish-speaking persons. Um, the guy was from Cuba. And when he listened to the songs, like that's just
0: garbage. That doesn't mean oh. anything. Like what are Here those things? Here we go. Here we well, go, guys. The chorus, delicious. the chorus of secret goes: Hey, I will never regret. You will be my secret, baby. Feel my body. tocalo. I like it. So okay, it's not touch, loads, touch admittedly,
1: it. It.
0: <laughs> but you know, What's it is in I, mean. I don't but know to- the to- word means to
1: touch. Tocar is to touch. So oh. she says, feel my body. She's like, touch it, touch
0: it. <laughs> tocalo.
2: <laughs> okay, okay, well, that, that makes sense. That sounded like a telenovela right now.
0: <laughs> right, any more any more on that?
2: <laughs> well, Anymore, as a conclusion, but... <laughs> I still think there should be songs in native languages and also songs in English, and the idea with subtitles on the screen sounds really, really, really good.
1: Absolutely, awesome. I agree. With the addition of sign language.
0: Great. And now that we've put the Eurovision world to (laughs) rights, Natalia, where can people find all your reactions, including to the Albanian song?
1: Guys, you can find my reactions over on YouTube, Tuneful TV. And you can also follow me on Instagram, which is Tuneful TV as well. I'm also on Twitter, Tuneful TV, but I haven't been tweeting much lately. But follow me, guys. Also, can I just say... I don't know if I can really plug myself this much. You can cut this out, Finn. But I would like to get to 10,000 subscribers this year. I'm gonna really try and put in the work. Maybe I don't deserve it, but guys, subscribe to my channel, please. Don't just watch, subscribe and get me to 10K. Thanks, bye, I love you, bye.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Alexandru, what subscriber milestone are you looking to hit this year?
2: Well, I'm aiming for 1 million subscribers until this afternoon, if possible. (laughs) you can also find me on um youtube channel and on instagram also Meek official Uh, i am not as young as nat apparently i do not have twitter tiktok or any other cool stuff but i still
0: have the old oh yeah all the kids are tweeting now alex you need to get on that
2: Um, You can see my reactions there on my channel and also some Americans reacting, some what I call them Eurovision virgins. They don't know what's going
0: on and most of the times the reactions are really, really cool. And finally, if you've enjoyed this episode um, and you want to find more Eurovision content that we work on, head to ESCinsight.com. If you've enjoyed this episode and you'd like to submit a question to us, please email admin at ESCinsight.com with your questions or if you follow all of our various socials we keep putting posts out asking for more questions all the time so just keep your eye on that um similarly if you uh, like the work that ESC insight does and you would like to support us for less than the price of a coffee shop coffee per month head to patreon.com slash insight we will be back at some point in the future with another episode and now for the guitars <laughs> This episode of ESC Insight The Question was hosted by Finross Russell with Alexandra Mick and Natalia Anderson from Tuneful TV. Head to ESCinsight.com to read more of our Eurovision content or head to patreon.com slash ESCinsight to support us.